Tales, a story podcast with me, Emily, and Leo. Hello! And each episode will tell you a story from around the world and share some fun and silly things with you. So everyone, it's Christmas Eve! Christmas Eve! Tomorrow! It's tomorrow! Now Dinkle, our little elf, will disappear, as he always does on Christmas Eve. Although he's been up to all sorts the last few days, hasn't he, Leo? Yeah, we found him in the fridge, in the salad drawer, pretending to be a leek. Yes, yeah, lying down, pretending to be a vegetable. Um, And he was swinging from the lights, wasn't he? Playing the piano. Yeah, and hiding in the shower. In fact, I'm going to be quite relieved when this elf has gone for another year. Well, I shall miss him. Well, I know you'll miss him. Are you looking forward to the holidays, Leo? Absolutely. And it's not just about presents, you know. I can't wait to play games, eat delicious food and mess about with my family. Yeah, it's going to be great. And for this special Christmas Eve episode, we have Christmas shout-outs, two stories and a lovely poem to share with the listeners. I think I know that one. Yeah. Our first story has been requested by our listeners. You guessed it, folks. It's part two of Cinderella Assassination Santa, The Revenge of the Elves. Oh, brilliant. I can't wait. Would you like to hear part two of my story, Emily? Are you kidding? I've been waiting ages to find out what happens next. All right, then. Here we go. Once upon a time, a time after the end, the wicked prince sat in a room that was painted white with only one chair. The chief of the reindeer police walked into the room. The prince exclaimed, Why? Why I tried to kill Santa Claus? Because of revenge! On my fifth Christmas, I asked Santa for a chocolate life-sized castle with a moat of melted chocolate and sprinkles on the roof. And did it come? No! The reindeer chief approached the prince. Well, that's a bit much to ask for. And it seems to me that you're a very, very bad boy. Yes, I am, laughed the prince crazily. (laughs) At that moment, an army of ninja snowmen broke into the station. There was a flash of, uh, well, snow, I guess, and all the reindeer police fell to the ground. Snowballs splattered on their faces. The prince walked out of custody laughing. (laughs) I'm back! Meanwhile. Cinderella was writing her letter to Santa Claus. Dear Santa, I hope you are well and that the reindeer are in good flying shape. I'm not writing to ask anything for Christmas. Instead, this letter is to warn you. Whatever you do, do not go to the cookies and milk party being held on Christmas Eve. It's bound to be a trap. You see, the evil prince has escaped and won't stop until he has assassinated you. 
I shall go and deal with him myself. Love and kisses, Cinders. She was going to crash this party. She ran to the party just as a penguin and began to move around the room, watching all the guests from under her penguin mask. Then she saw the prince sitting on a throne. He was throwing darts at a picture of Santa and laughing his evil laugh. We'll be here soon. <laughs> Cinders pulled off the penguin costume and screamed, You won't get away with it this time, prince. Oh no, said the prince with an evil grin. Assassins, attack! Suddenly, Assassin Snowman came at her from all directions and pounced on her. She crashed to the ground, buried under a mound of slush, her hands frozen to the floor. Then, she heard sleigh bells ringing. Ho, ho, ho! Charge! Shouted a man from outside, and tiny elves ran into the room with terrifying tinsel, candy cane crowbars, and bulbul bombs! The elves and snowmen clashed in a huge battle that went on for ages and ages. But eventually, when all the snowmen had turned into puddles, in walked Santa himself. I got your letter, Cinders. Thanks for the tip-off. The reindeer police cordoned off the area. You won't take me back to jail! Never! shrieked the prince as he was put in handcuffs. Oh no, I'm taking you to the North Pole, where you can make toys for lovely children and be nice and jolly and kind, said Santa. He sprinkled some magic fairy dust on the prince, who began to shrink down in size. He grew pointy ears, and soon he was an elf himself. Hey, what's going on? Take me back! No! No! Everyone laughed! except the prince, and they all lived happily ever after, probably. So, Emily, did you like my story? Oh, I thought it was amazing. It was so exciting. What was your favourite bit? Oh, it's got to be. I love the battle scenes when the elves came in and they had, what did they have? Terrifying tinsel. Candy cane crowbars. And bauble bombs. I thought that was so cool. Thank you so much for sharing that, Leo. It was just brilliant. Anytime. Now, I think it's time for some Christmas shout-outs. Oh, fantastic. Who have we got, Leo? Well, firstly, here's a shout-out to some of our new listeners. We have Jake, who is eight, and Dylan, who is three, in Brighton. The Cousins! Hi, Jake! Hi, Jake! Hi, Dylan! Hi, Dylan! Merry Christmas! And thanks for listening. <laughs> Next, we have a shout-out for Jack and Tom in Kent. Hi, Jack! Hi, Jack! Hi, Tom! Hi, Tom! Merry Christmas! And thanks for listening. <laughs> Here's a shout-out for Effie and Felix in Devon. Hi, Effie. Hi, Effie. Hi, Felix. Hi, Felix. Merry Christmas. And thanks for listening. <laughs> Here's a shout-out to Olive, who is seven, and Remy, who is two, in Highbury. Superfan. Yeah. Merry Christmas. And thanks for listening. And here's one for Ima in Lyon, France. Bonjour, Ima. 
Joyeux Noël! Merry Christmas! And thanks for listening! <laughs> and finally, a shout out to Veda in Minneapolis, USA. Hi, Veda! Hi, Veda! Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas! And thanks for listening. Wow, that was great. One extra thing, I want to wish a very, very Merry Christmas to all of my friends, especially Poppy, Mila, Etta, Ella, Tom, and Natasha. Merry Christmas! And thanks for listening. And remember, if you at home would like a shout-out, you can either let us know in the Dragonfly Tales Facebook group or you can email us at emilydragonflytales at gmail.com and I'll put all the details, as always, in the show notes. So, Emily, what's your story? Well, Leo, my story is an old folktale from Norway. People in Scandinavia believe in lots of supernatural and magical creatures, in particular, trolls. Trolls? Trolls. And this story is about horrible trolls that come on Christmas Eve and eat all the food and behave very badly. I don't like the sound of them. Oh, it's all right. In this story, they more than meet their match. How do you think we should start our Christmas story? Well... Seeing as it's the most wonderful time of the year, I think we should start Once Upon a Christmas Time. Excellent. Once Upon a Christmas Time. A boy called Eric went collecting firewood for the Yule fire in the snowy woods of Finnmark. It was dark in the woods save for the stars peeping through the treetops. The branches drooped, heavy with snow, and the ground crunched under his feet. Sounds beautiful. Eric was about to head back when he heard a low growl behind him. He turned round slowly, and there, in the darkness, he saw two black eyes glinting in the starlight. Oh, no. He began to back away out of the wood as the creature moved toward him. Eric tripped over a tree root. He fell backwards into the snowy drifts as the ground came closer. Oh, no, poor Eric. He closed his eyes and waited for death. But then he felt a huge wet tongue on his face. What? He sat up and there. Next to him in the snow was a great white bear, its black eyes blinking at him, its nose sniffing the air around him. Eric put out his hand gently, and the bear licked it. What an amazing beast, thought Eric. This bear is surely magical to come so close to humans. Eric thought it would make a wondrous gift for the king of Denmark, Yes, and he'll reward me well. So the boy, Eric, and the great white bear set off through the snowy hills and forests to the king of Denmark. The journey was a long one, but the bear stayed always by Eric's side, catching fish for him to cook and eat. And at night, Eric would snuggle up against the bear's warm, furry belly. I think they're becoming good friends. Now, around Christmas Eve, 
Eric and the bear came to the foot of a great mountain. The snow was falling thick and fast. Eric kept sinking down into the snowdrifts, so he climbed onto the great bear's back. The wind howled around them as the bear pushed on through the blizzard. Soon they came to a cottage sheltered near some trees. They could see smoke curling out of the chimney. Someone must be home. I guess so. Shall we knock on the door and see? Let's knock together. Are you ready? Knock, knock, knock. knock. Eric waited and soon the door was opened by a little girl who looked very frightened. When she saw Eric, she smiled. Oh, it's only a boy, Grandfather. Hello, my name is Eric. Mine is Greta. What, what is it you want? Well, the, the snowstorm is so bad. Please, can I stay here for the night until it's over? Oh, no, no, you can't stay here. It, it isn't safe. Don't you know it's Christmas Eve? What does she mean? I thought Christmas Eve was a nice time. Yeah. Then an old man, whose name was Halvor, came to the door. Listen, my boy, we're leaving our warm, happy cottage tonight and must sleep without a house over our heads until Christmas Eve has passed. Why do they have to do that? Well, Eric asked the same thing. The trolls, said Greta. Every Christmas Eve they come. A pack of ugly, ravenous trolls. They, they come here and they wreck our home and they eat all the Christmas feast. And we're so frightened of them that we dare not come back until they are gone on Christmas Day. Trolls, said Eric. Is that all? I think I can help with trolls. Let me introduce my friend. The girl and her grandfather watched wide-eyed as two black glinting eyes came toward the door. They peered through the swirling snow and saw the great snow bear. It's all right, said Eric. The bear's my friend. He's a gift for the king of Denmark. My bear can scare away your trolls, all right. Well, what did they have to lose? So Eric and the bear were invited in by Greta and Halvor to stay the night. The cottage was warm and cosy, with a good fire burning. The table had been laid with the most delicious Norwegian Christmas feast. Beautifully cooked fish, mutton, sausages, rice pudding, sweets and candies. Oh, that sounds delicious. It's making me hungry now. In fact, it made Eric's stomach rumble and the bear sniffed at the table hungrily too. No, said Halvor. Alas, this food is not for us. It is for those loathsome, greedy trolls. If we don't leave a feast for them to eat, we will be the feast that they eat. So please, please don't touch anything. Come, we must hide in the next room. While Eric, Greta and her grandfather went and hid in the side room, the great bear settled down by the fire. As soon as the cottage fell silent, down the mountainside came the trolls, shrieking and howling. 
they burst into the cottage and began gobbling up everything in sight. Some were big. Some were small. Some had long tails. Some had no tails at all. Uh, some had long noses. And some had long chins. Some had pointy teeth. And pointy ears. Some were all gums. And fingers and thumbs. All were hideous. They gobbled. And guzzled. And slurped. And crunched. And fought over the food. Hey, that's my sausage. No, it's not. I saw it first. Give it to me. They laughed horrible laughs and sang nasty songs. Sweet sweets and candy, all for me. No, for me. No, for sweet sweets and candy, all for me. Give it to me. No, give it to me. It's mine. They climbed on the tables and swung from the ceiling. Just then, one of the little trolls caught sight of the white bear. He was lying very still in front of the fire, one eye open, watching and waiting. It's a big pussycat! <laughs> the troll picked up a sausage on a fork. Pussy, pussy, do you want some sausage? And then the troll rammed it up the bear's nose. He is not going to like that. No way. The great white bear rose up and he roared. Can we have a big roar, please? <laughs> Swiping the little troll with its huge paw. And then the bear rampaged around the cottage, chasing all the trolls this way and that, grabbing trolls in its great jaws and tossing them up in the air. The trolls shrieked with fear, running around, bumping into each other and racing for the door. Get away from the pussy cat! No, no, get away from it! Ah! Run for your lives! Ah! The great bear hunted the whole pack of them out of the cottage and sent them all howling back up the mountain. Hopefully they'll think twice before coming back. Let's hope. Halva and Greta were so grateful to Eric and the bear. And when everyone had tidied up the mess, they sat down and enjoyed the food that was left. Then Eric and the great bear set off through the snow once more. But this time, they weren't heading to the King of Denmark. Eric couldn't bear to be parted from the bear. So they headed home instead. And there they stayed. I'm glad they decided to stay together. Is that the end? Not quite. The next year, on the afternoon of Christmas Eve, Greta was out gathering firewood when she heard a voice in the forest calling out. Greta! Oh, Greta! Who, who is it? Who's there? Is that you, troll? You, you stay away from here! Have you got your... Big pussycat with you still? Uh, yes. Yes, we have. She's lying at home by the fire. And, and, and guess what? She's now got seven kittens and they're much bigger and fiercer than her. They'll gobble you all up if you, you dare come into our home. Oh, we won't come back never, ever, ever. We promise. And do you know what? They never did. The end. end.
So, Leo, did you like that story? Yeah, I thought it was brilliant. What was your favourite bit? Well, as much as I loved the crazy sound effects, I also really loved the relationship between Eric and the bear. It was quite special, wasn't it? Yeah. A great wild bear befriending the boy. Yeah. So we thought we would finish this holiday episode with a very famous poem that I read to Leo every Christmas Eve. It's called A Visit from St Nicholas by Clement Clark Moore. I'm sure you've heard it before. Are we ready, Leo? Definitely. "'Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house "'not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. "'The stockings were hung by the chimney with care "'in hopes that St Nicholas would soon be there. "'The children were nestled all snug in their beds "'while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. "'And Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled down for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave a lustre of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eyes did appear But a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer With a little old driver so lively and quick I knew in a moment he must be Saint Nick More rapid than eagles his courses there came And he whistled and shouted and called them by name Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen On Comet, on Cupid on Donner and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the housetop the courses they flew, with the sleigh full of toys and St Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back. He looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes how they twinkled, his dimples how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard on his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke, it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf. And I laughed when I saw him, in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings 
then turned with a jerk. And laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod, up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew, like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and and to all a good night. So that's it for our Christmas episode. Thank you to all our amazing listeners, wherever you are, for continuing to support us for another year of Dragonfly Tales podcast. That's 2021 done. And if you are enjoying our podcast, please, please leave us a review. And if you can, make a little donation on the website to keep us going. And thank Thank you you so much. You have been listening to Dragonfly Tales with Emily and Leah. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll be back with another story soon. But until then, may your holidays sparkle, be merry and bright. May your new year be filled with love and with light. Happy Holidays! podcast is brought to you by Emily, Leo and Andy at Dragonfly Tales. Search Dragonfly Tales on Facebook, follow us on Instagram at ndragonflytales and on Twitter at Emily Dragonfly. Ho, ho, ho.